Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. Dear Ann My son got married in Dear Ann Landers. I'm very happy to hear that. My wife is working out of this senior woman. Dear Abby. She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. I'm, I'm doing the haunted house at the Bronx Zoo. I've helped create this zoo haunted house. Have we talked about this? I think perhaps. That it's all dinosaur themed. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to build like a haunted house around the dinosaurs. So I was like, I got you, boo. If there's two things that scare the crap out of me, it's hauntings and dinosaurs. It's just hitting all my Achilles heels and aging. Those three things. Mm. So if we could add an element of like a woman slowly getting older as the haunted house goes on, which is technically me. Or maybe just like like various horrible scenes from Nip Tuck where like people go in and like, I just want to look youthful. Well, it's and, okay. and just huge lips like right. Mrs. Potato Head. How do I look now? Does it, do I look okay? That should be a middle-aged haunted house is just the things that actually terrify us now. Like, there's a whole 401k room. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean there's Middle- nothing in there? <laughs> Middle-aged haunted house. There's like a divorce wing. Yeah. Like your parents didn't leave you anything wing. Yeah, exactly. But I was counting on, oh, nothing. <laughs> there's like uh, a foreclosure room. Oh, what do you mean my my dad had another family and they got everything? <laughs> Have you guys been to the Lost Hopes and Dreams room? It's terrifying. I was supposed to be a model. No. Now that's a haunted house. You're nothing but a disappointment room where it's just like dads are just like talking to their children. Like you couldn't have been uglier if you tried. Wait, I like that the truth comes out room. Like your dad was gay. (laughs) He was what? I don't understand. But he told me that he'd disown me. He did throw me out of the house. You guys, I went to the middle-aged haunted house. Have you been into the gout room? Oh, Oh my my God. God. (laughs) Oh. How about, did you go in low-hanging balls room? (laughs) Oh, I went into the old man's steam room. No, I couldn't get out of the proctology wing. (laughs) The old man's steam steam room constantly bending over room. Saggy showers room. Oh. Ladies locker room where it's an old woman constantly shaving. No, she, she's just moisturizing. She's God. just no towel on. She's in the middle of everything, it moisturizing just, her legs. Just the, the lotion just constantly replenishes. She's never going to run out. It's just it's an like, old man going, can you get my back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pitching this as an idea, you guys. The middle-aged haunted house should be featured in New York Magazine. We'll make this happen. That's terrifying. Or just like the bathroom scene from, from Poltergeist where you do, everything just, you look at it and everything just starts falling apart on your face. <laughs> yes. It's the before and after. Your hair starts slowly falling. Your, yeah. Your skin starts falling off. Your teeth get loose. Oh my God. I look awful. Oh, I'm like a melting candle. Everybody goes in the haunted house younger and comes out older. If they come out at all. Yeah, exactly. You're just, just like every, like, cremated. every 10 minutes, someone just shoots out of a like glass window from the third floor. 
Like maybe next year, just a ground, maybe just a ranch style house. I like the Lost Hopes and Dreams room because if we had actors in there that were like interactive, they could just sort of wander around and there's like a guy in a suit being like, I should have invested in Victoria's Secret, (laughs) you know? It's just people wandering in their own filth, you know? (laughs) Just an idea, people. I pitched this to the Bronx Zoo. They didn't go for it. I don't know why. Or it's just like an actor's waiting room. Oh, no, I'm just waiting for my call back. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my call back. And like, in various like stages or like different decades. It's like, how long have you been waiting for that call back? Well, what year is it? <laughs> Why is she dressed like a flapper? She still thinks it's, she's she's auditioning for Russell, what's his name's, Rockettes, like the original Rockettes. <laughs> I'm waiting for Bugsby Berkeley here. Gower Champion said he'd call back. Gower Champion said he'd call back. Just keeps repeating it on a loop. <laughs> this is a good idea. Why didn't I think about this before? Oh my God, it's like the it's like the Tower of Terror, but yeah, each floor you but get just off aging. Is, yeah. It's just an aging tower. You just start at the top, and you well, actually, you go start at the bottom. You get to the top, and you can't move anymore. It's just like all arthritic yeah by the time you get up you're like bent you're at 90 degrees yeah yeah oh my back and you're pushing one of those carts down the street yeah oh and then uh, when you get to that top floor at your 90 degrees it's a uh, a mirrored floor so you're just looking at the worst at your possible face. version of yourself <laughs> she's melting I, like? I look like shit oh my god <laughs> there's a whole room where you can't access your hair dye anymore <laughs> There's just there's endless possibilities here, people, is what I'm oh, saying. I like that very much. But instead, I'm doing the Dinosaur Bronx Zoo exhibit, so uh, well, go and check it out. Letdown. I was the creator of it. <laughs> I know, it's a real letdown after that. But here's the now wild I'm part. Doing... Didn't I tell you that we have to put it in overnight? Mm-mm. And so they gave us our schedule. So there's three days in October, the beginning of October. So excited about this, I can't even tell you. I'm so surprised I didn't tell you this. 4 p.m. to 4 a.m., is the first night, 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. the second, and then 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Do you have to be there that entire time? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Mostly because I need material. I am so sick. With all the album stuff, I'm like, no material. Sure. Put me in the zoo overnight, and let's see what happens. Oh, my God. So we're going to be there like- Live at 5 Redhead falls in, into lion pit. <laughs> this just coming in for the Bronx Zoo. Birds of prey have eaten Kathy Griffin at 4.30 a.m. Carrot top ripped to shreds. Her last words were, where's the Dippin' Dot stand? <laughs> Her last words were, am I really that delicious? <laughs> am I that fat? Am I that fat to eat me? Oh, my me? God. I just look like a bone, right? Is that all? <laughs> just, just a little meat on a bone? I'd be an hors d'oeuvre. That's the wild part. So we're going to be there overnight with the animals and and all and I've heard that they feed the bats overnight so you can go into like the bat room and watch <laughs> even as I said it I literally just, just smelled it. I'm it. sorry. You know what happened the last time we joked about it. <laughs> a fucking global pandemic. Happened. Oh no. Well, I don't think I'm eating the bats. When I say bat feeding, I think they're feeding them. Mm. But oh, oh, you never right. know. If I get hungry enough overnight, if I don't bring enough protein bars, you don't want to game know. on. Because you know these the the uh, stands will not be open. That's the other thing. What will is it going to be like to be in? Well, a the Bronx at two a.m. and b the zoo. It's just one and the same, actually. I know. Different kind of wilds, though. Correct. Yeah. 
Either way, you're going to get shivved. Probably. Ironically, probably more in the zoo. I would not be surprised if the lions have some heavy artillery in there. They're like, of all the places in New York, you put us in the Bronx. Where did he get a switchblade? Oh, I know. I I don't understand. That's what the animals are thinking. I mean, it's supposed to be the greatest city in the world. They were like, why couldn't I be in the Central Park Zoo? At least that's like in the middle of it. And then the Central Park Zoo animals are like, get me out of here. There's too many There's so much noise. There's all the honking. Oh, my God. What I would give to go north. (laughs) So relaxing. They meet in the green room, the the zoo animals. Where are you from? (laughs) Bronx, you, Central Park. Oof. It's rough. The the taxes. The taxes will kill you if the the people don't. No. A lot of noise. A lot of tourists. What about the Bronx? lot of violence. Oh, yeah. I've seen some shit in there. What, what, how could I get transferred to Columbus? It's so hard. It's very hard. Um, it's like have a you tried attacking the, the trainers? Yeah, I've tried, but then that always ends up... Then you're sent to Florida. And then they put my wife down. Private purchase, right. you know. Lost two You've wives, You've seen the actually. Tiger King. You have no idea. I'm yeah. not going down to the Everglades. What I'd kill for a Vegas show. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? I'm just trying to get transferred out of the Bronx. Anything. Anything. I mean, honestly, I'm working at a Jiffy I hear San Diego is lovely this time of year. San Diego. Yes. My son's in San Diego. Really? Yeah. How'd he get in? Uh, he was a lot cuter than the rest of the family. Well, so. does he, you have to know somebody, right? Well, he's one of those, those kind of animals. Oh, say no more. He's one of those. Okay. Uh, it's funny. If I you w- like Snagglepuss, then you'll love our son. Oh, okay. Us, yeah. not so much. He put the S in cabbage, That's which right. they feed the hippos out there. So nothing but the best. It's all organic because it's California. Those girls are pigs. Uh- <laughs> Have you seen Margaret? She looks like an absolute I mean, cow. I mean, she her? is one. I mean, I, but she's a descendant. You'd think with all that treading water, she'd slim down. I know. You'd I think mean, just by being that close to the border. Anything. Something. My God. California cows, baby. <laughs> oh, I, I like our act outs. Aren't they a good time on a Saturday morning, they damn really it? Are. Uh, speaking of which, uh, good times on Saturday mornings, I got a very early morning text from a super fan today. Uh, well, it was a, a tag, I think, on the Instagrams. Uh, Braden Long of Fox 43 in Pennsylvania, our pal, who's, uh, I met him when I was doing Act God down there, sent a special shout out to him. He got married, and he and his husband are on their honeymoon right now oh. for like two weeks in Italy, la-di-da. Oh, well, and they are on a train me. currently bound for the Italian Riviera, listening to Dear Pod. <laughs> so we're international. Uh, Ciao, baby. Ciao. Ciao. Um, Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Ooh, I got it right. I almost said bon- bonjour, which is not Italian. No, it uh-huh. is not. I felt like we did have a message on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, Patty's in charge of our Instagram until we get so big that we need a social media manager, which my kingdom, I'm putting it out there. Someone, I yeah, he's uh it? he's he's bound for uh, the Riviera right now, and we're in beautiful New Jersey. Correct. We Correct. sure are, but same diff, right? Someone said something. New Jersey Riviera. I, I love this New Jersey Riviera. New Jersey Riviera. I mean, it's covered in filth. <laughs> I haven't seen so many needles in one place. Well, then you should come to Hell's Kitchen. 
Oh my God. Just saying. Just saying. So are you checking out the, the Instagram right now? Yes. Special shout out to Brayden Long. Congrats on your nuptials and congrats on your very uh, expensive, nice, fancy honeymoon. I hope that we're, we're bringing nice. it down a shade by I being hope. just a little bit of trash. Just a little bit. In your special time. Just a little garbage right there. (laughs) And feel free to join us at the zoo. I could. He posted a picture of his wedding cake, and I'm talking like an eight-tiered experience. It looked amazing. I don't know where he got married, but I wish that we were invited. And frankly, I'm a little offended. But at least we're on their honeymoon with them. Because nothing says romance like Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I mean, I'm just saying. There's so much happening this week. So much going on. I mean, okay, I'm going to give you a couple different topics to choose from before we get into our topic of the day. Just as we lube up and start to chat with each other and and just bring each other up to speed on the goings on of the week. Um. Let's see. The Queen died. Um, My album is coming out on September 13th, which is this coming Tuesday. But by the time this drops, it will already be out and live up on YouTube. You have to go and check it out everywhere. Uh, I'm also going on the Tamron Hall show, which... What are you doing on Tamron? I'm doing a very quick set of comedy, believe it or not. So I'm doing a bit, which is wild. When you do... Are you going to have them change her lighting? I don't, maybe it was just where I was watching it. Cause you, did you ever like watch TV? Someone you're like, D- who do you need like a. That's daytime a, TV lighting, a, though. That's harsh. Well, Kelly and what's his name? Kelly and Enter. Oh, Ryan Seacrest? Name. Right. Oh. They're, I mean, well, they've been doing it for a while. Oh, but they we're shooting them through a mattress, though. They're hyper filtered. But Tamron is, they're like, okay, just this overhead lighting from that uh, Home Depot. Is good. Grab what we can from Studio C. How many halogens you got? Jesus, that's terrifying because that's going to be, I'm going to be under that light. No, well, you better have a lot of makeup on and blink so we can tell it's you. Okay. All right. So lashes, lips, good to know. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, I'm taping it What color are you going to wear? A black. Always black. I had an MRI yesterday and I... That is like an experience unto itself. I have never had one of those. My Jules at this point probably owns his own MRI machine at the St. Barnabas, but you know. I fell asleep (gasps) and um, I don't know how because it's like, okay, um, so we're just going to play some smooth jazz. Is jazz okay for you? Jazz, like that's fine. I don't even know why they offer that because it is literally like... I'm gonna <laughs> and and half the people have just tuned out of Deer Pod, but right. thank you for sticking with us through that act out. Okay, and um, can you not move your leg? I'm like, did I move my leg? We yeah. have to start all over uh-huh. again. And I'm like, you're kidding. Like, no, it's gonna be blurry now. So we're gonna do that again. Are you kidding for four me? Minutes. I'm like, and meanwhile, I am like. You're sweating. I, I feel like this would, must be what it'd be like to be cremated alive because I'm all the way in. I'm I'm starting to get a little like towards the end. I get a little claustrophobic. Because like Jules anyway. freaked out when he had it done, and they put him in the little tube, and he was like, "Oh, hi, I can't do this." So I mean, was, it's it's people like, wig out. Well, of course, <laughs> you're being put inside your mother. 
Ooh. Like that is tight. Have you been inside mine? I, I can't. can't talk. About that. That's not. That's, Go ahead first. <laughs> that's actually the noise. <laughs> that's not. It's soon. just your mom saying ah, your name. So go back to the MRI. Are you okay? I don't know. I'm sure I'm fine. You'll be all right. Is it just a check if things are tearing or ripping? Yeah, or... yeah my shoulders. Um, I do some crazy shit. It's a bad physical week for those of us here at the pod. I mean, I found out I have Raynaud's disease. That's a thing. One more time. Renault. I have Renault. <laughs> ah, I, have... <laughs> I have a fear of French people, but not the pastries. It's a really specific disease. I have Rene Angeli. Oh, no, Rene Angeli. <laughs> I only like to marry people 25 years younger than me and make their careers big. That have crazy voice. That is a really specific syndrome. Wow. How? Okay. I didn't know, but wow. Only it can one happen. in eight million have it. <laughs> Rene Angeli. <laughs> I have a French person's disease. So basically you get cold. That's all it is. It's the weirdest disease to have of all the diseases. But it's but that my we've already known that you've had this. Oh, I know, for forever, but it's got a name now and it's a how French did you, name. How did this come about? Um You were in the frozen. Okay, I gotta kind of mince my my words here because there's a situation involved that I am not thrilled about. I have had foot issues. And anybody who knows me knows that I don't say the T word. I hate this word so much. Toenail? If I have anything that... to do with it. Yep. Now, we don't have to say that for the rest of the pod. So We'll we... just call it Fritos because that's what you have. <laughs> well, because this is my issue. So I run, and I had an ingrown situation happening in the nether regions of my foot. Your toenail. Ah! Now, where else are you going to get an ingrown? Okay. Okay. You, you brought it up. I'm uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. So I had to go to this guy. And, the podiatrist? Uh, yes. Okay. What, <laughs> what, is what is his password? <laughs> Foot. Ingrown. It's, podiatrist? I had to do ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I played $25,000 pyramid. I'm ready. Yeah. So he, he had to cut the situation out. Ingrown. Right. Yes. But in order to do it, first of all, it was very dramatic. He put some sort of like liquid nitrogen on my foot or something. Yeah. So they iced the crap out of me before giving me a needle. And it was pretty horrifying. So he did his whole thing, you know, boop, boop, boop. And he goes, you know, you have Ray nose disease, right? And I was like, no, what is that? Basically, you'll be turning into an 80 year old man that wears sunglasses inside and you'll have this uh, <laughs> incredible they can be transitions lenses. <laughs> you'll have this incredible international superstar of a wife. Anyway. Oh my God. This is the best <laughs> news I've gotten all day, doctor. <laughs> How many millions will I be worth? That's great. I'm going to have a kid when I'm 98. Great. Yes, you'll constantly look like Telly Savalas. <laughs> wear sunglasses indoors. <laughs> I swear it's transitions lenses, which are the worst invention ever. Like next unless to hypercolor shirts. Unless you're a pedophile and you have like an unmarked van. <laughs> so you're sitting so there and he's like. Us. And he goes, and I was like, no, what's that? He goes, I can tell by the way you bleed. And I was like, somebody get my purse. I need to go now. <laughs> I can tell by the way you bleed. Why are you it's smiling? Like I never want a doctor to say to you. So, yeah, he goes. 
oh yeah it's a he goes do your feet get really cold and i was like well yeah i'm, do I'm you a wobble female to and fro <laughs> Can you tie him in a knot? Can you tie him in a bow? Doctor, I'm just here. What is this? (laughs) I don't understand. Are you Dr. Seuss? What is this? (laughs) And I was like, yes. And he's like, what about your hands? And I said, whenever I eat, it's like all the blood retreats from my my phalanges and and rushes into the center of my body. He goes, yeah, that's Reno's. And I was like, well, is that deadly? Is that <laughs> you just dropped like something on me <laughs> that I'm like, should I be concerned? And he's like, no. I said, well, how do you deal with it? Like, how do you, you- move to Miami for a certain part of the year and then you go to Vegas for a sit down? Absolutely. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then you grow huh. your son's hair abnormally <laughs> long. <laughs> you, your neighbors with Gloria Stefan and Rosie O'Donnell on Star Island. <laughs> Wow, this is a really specific... You sell your yacht when you're 78, maybe 79. Okay. This disease has a lot of treatments. (laughs) This is just very strange. (laughs) Can I just take a pill? Then all of a sudden you start wearing couture. What? What? I live in New Jersey, not for long. Do you like bespoke jackets? (laughs) You will eventually if if this disease is not treated. Just saying. So I go, like, what is it? And he's like, basically, your capillaries are abnormally small. And I was like, thank you. I work out. <laughs> I've been trying this for years. <laughs> said, everything he said to me was like a plus. And I was like, what's the treatment for it? He goes, you just got to keep your feet warm. That's it. Like, there's socks. no pill that you could t- literally socks and gloves. And now I have to be that weird woman. I'm going to be like Andrew Dice Clay. It's like, why do you have the glo- the gloves on? Why are you or wearing that all the Keaton, time? Now that she wears gloves, as if she's like auditioning for Minnie Mouse. Oh, she's 100% Ray Nose. She's all Ray Nose all day. Yeah. No, now it explains why she's dressed like Helena Bonham. <laughs> exactly. Why she's movie. wrapped in a mattress. Like, why are you wearing a bustle? It's like 100 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> Diane Keaton's going back in time. <laughs> have you seen what she wears to the beach? Welcome to the new Helena Bonham Carter. Collection here at Macy's. I can't see your eyes. I just, why are there so many layers? That's Can a you swimsuit? take any of them off? No, no, no. They're sewn together. You can't. It's, not it's that option. magic skirt. You just keep pulling and it just keeps growing. I can't wait to see your lingerie line. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so yes, I have Ray Nose. I'm going to be okay, everybody. I'm just going to be oh, cold all the time. Yes, I look like I cry on a treadmill. I am the face of Ray Nose. Rosalie. Rosalie! Oh, I think it's time, everybody. You ready? Yes. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Don Johnson. And I'm Camilla Parker Ball. Oh, you mean Queen Consort Camilla Parker Ball. I am a consort. And we're coming to you from the brand new, renovated, amazing Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? I am too smart. I am too smart. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. Oh, I love it. We are smart here because this week, like all weeks, we are bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're, uh... We're putting new crowns on them and then we're dropping them in in the ground near Westminster Abbey or some 
I don't know. I don't know how how we treat the queen, but we're treating our queens very well. This week and all weeks, we're reading their articles. They shoot it. her out of a cannon over Buckingham Palace. <laughs> then it just turns into confetti. Wow. Wow, I didn't know they did this. Oh, yes. Is that candy? Yes. <laughs> and then the children of London come running for Skittles and Werther's Originals. <laughs> so follow us on your social media. Slugworth was right. <laughs> <laughs> Everlasting gobstoppers come out to the queen. Oh, you should definitely uh, suck on our everlasting gobstoppers on our wow. social medias at Dear Potiphar. I'm trying to find a transition. No good segue for that. Lenses. Social media. Transitions, lenses. Okay. Dear Pot Official on all your socials across the board. Our website, dearpotofficial.com. Binge every last episode, but we prefer that you check it out on Apple and rate, review, and subscribe. So that we can get numbers, damn it. We haven't had a review in a while, so hit us, baby. Hit us hard. I want to hit something. I want to hit it hard. And then email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Send us an advice question, and we shall answer it on the air every week. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. And especially and most importantly, you get a Patreon shout out on your Patreon birthday. We have a very special birthday. Are you ready? <clears throat> Wait, warm up. Warm up here. There it is. Get your acid jazz voice ready. Because we have a very special Patreon birthday going out to Nancy Zybell, everybody. That's Hello, right. Oh, Nancy. September 15th, which is today. We're celebrating your trip around the sun, and you look wonderful for 258. You Tonight, and the Queen of England. I celebrate my love, love for Nancy Zabel. We're I working on a Patreon Ooh. <gasps> Wow. Did you hear that, Nancy Zabel? Patrick's going to enter you for your birthday. <laughs> So bend over and hold on to your ankles, baby. This is a dream come true for my mother. <laughs> Finally, he's making her proud. Wow, we have a lot going on here at the ranch. Oh, and of course, I am pimping out once again my special. You can check it out on YouTube. Check out Laugh Button, the Laugh Button page, everything Laugh Button. That who is who and 800-pound gorilla records. These are my people. They have produced my album. So by the time this drops, it will be out live and um, ready for everybody to criticize. Uh, What's it called? It is called Baseline Presentable. Which is accurate. I am Baseline Presentable, everybody. Baseline. I am lowering the bar. So yes, check it out on um, on all, on wherever you kind of stream your stuff, right? I think I'm going to be on Spotify if I do, if I'm not much mistaken, and you can catch me well, on Well, maybe Sirius. when you actually know. Instead of everyone um, maybe I can just, going on a scavenger hunt. Maybe I can just it. waft around and let you find me. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they're they're already posting clips, which is idea. nuts. Because so you collab with people online. I don't, it's a collab. Like our new collab. <clears throat> What's our new collab? Oh wait, is the <laughs> oh my god? We have been asked. Now I don't know if this is legitimate. You if know, it we is, don't have any I'll ad space. It. Oh. One hundred percent, you're going to be the one that tries this because it is a clitoral stimulator. That is right. Well, I don't have a clitoris, but I do have a prostate. I beg to differ. I think your clit is huge. Ew! Oh God, please! 
because even my do Irish do not <laughs> bleep that out. Please bleep. Do not even me bleep saying that it, out. it felt so wrong. But you said it. I said it. And you, I said we it will for not. Comedy's for, sake. She I, said it, and we what won't forget it. It is in the podcast. I said it, and I what regret it. So please, for the love of God, look at I'm like red now. Yeah. Yeah, somebody reached out to us. That's another and asked room. Us. That's another room of the haunted house. Just like inappropriate <laughs> words from people that you're like, it's like Kristen Chenoweth saying, like, I'm going to suck your cack. No, I, this does not compute. I don't want to hear that. Oh, I thought it was going to be a room of regret. Like everybody you've ever slept with, anything you've ever said wrong. Or like finding your mom on Tinder <laughs> and she has a video. You I swipe like wrong. To, uh... Oh my God, she has an OnlyFans page. Stop talking. Stop talking, mom. Go, anyway. go, go to the gout room. Run to the gout. Run. Where's the door handle? There's just all the handles, but nothing opens. They're all fake doors. You can't figure get out. Get out. Get out. Why is it getting louder? Someone's turning up the It says I need an app to get to the next room. Where do I download it? Ah! <laughs> just anyway. overwhelming. So, yes, uh, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. My brain <laughs> is is completely gone. Oh, oh, yes. How did so, I get here? So, somebody reached out. Now, we don't have any ad space yet. But I'm thinking that we're going to explode, baby, once the world finds me especially on Tamron Hall. Especially with this collab. <laughs> we're going to explode with this collab. Somebody reached out to Jules. Long or the short, we've been asked if we would uh, promote a very specific sex toy. And you know what? I blame Natalie Joy Johnson for this. I think that she put us on someone's radar because she told us the story of her selling sex toys and Hugh Jackman. Um, accidentally putting them in a, a cab for her. Which, I, go back and listen to that episode. Very all, I'm never going to blame her for anything. No, I, I will. Fun times. <laughs> I'm trying to find where James sent it because... Will you, will you explain what it says on it's it? It's the will OG you... Pro 2 clitoral sucking vibrator. <laughs> Pro 2? <laughs> Wait, no, there's reason this. From Tracy's dog. So if Tracy's dog is hearing this right now, this then we can tag This is from the Tracy's them. dog website. Okay. And the um, the item that they <laughs> wanted us to collab on, which I will 1,000% try out I don't and think give you my can, review. I don't think you need to collab with anybody on the actual item. I think it's a very individual experience, but... <laughs> hey, if they want an honest-to-goodness review, I am more than willing to try this out. Consent. So listen, Tracy's dog... Website du jour. <laughs> we appreciate the uh, the message and the invitation. We, and we are telling you, send us what you like, and we will definitely review it. And okay, uh, can you describe it once again? Is yes, there also any the, details underneath it? N- no, because I only have. Um, well, it's the OG Pro Two clitoral sucking vibrator. <laughs> um. Now. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the intended audience, but damn it, I'll try it. I don't mind. There's a lot of things I've tried in my life that didn't really work out so great. You're in the but regret room. I'm, I will definitely let you know if any, this works for because me. Because I think it's a screenshot. He said, was there any like instructions underneath or anything? No, it's just a screenshot, honey. You have the no, same thing. No, if they want the full commercial, want the full details... Have them listen to this. Yeah. And then send us, Tracy's dog needs to send us the item. Tracy's dog really. Let's talk legitimate. 
Yes, promotion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I will talk about Tracy's uh, <laughs> Pro 2 Clitoral Sucking Vibrator in depth. Um, Where's Pro 1? Yeah, well, maybe the Pro 1 is just kind of like first date where it was just kissing. All right, so there it is. There it is. There's a free ad space for you right now. We want two of these. You know what? Three. Let's throw in one for Jules. Why leave him out? He's got to try it. He needs it. And then you've got to smell it to make sure that he did it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm not going to be the only one. There is a remote control on it. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, it's in gold. Because why would we want to work that hard? You know? The other thing, I just want to know, why is it white? Because if it's going to go in me, it's not going to come out white. (laughs) I thought I saw one that was light blue. Anyway. Oh. Anyway. What's today's topic? Today's topic is teacher's pet. Teach, 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 teacher's pet. I always... um, I really only liked like a handful of teachers ever. Um, my first grade teacher, Miss Knocker, who looked like Wonder Woman. No, no, no. Her name was not Miss Knocker. Correct. Shut up. Yes. That's not real. It is. No, it's not. It is. And she left after, I think, the second year. She Be- took her knockers elsewhere. She certainly did. <laughs> These knockers are leaving the Chicago school system. <laughs> she held her. I don't know why. You know, I always thought it was kind of strange when teachers, like back then, they'd hold your hand. Like if they're oh. like leading a, a group, or one would just like gently graze your back with their long nails. Um, but that what? wasn't Miss Knocker. Excuse this me. Another one. Anyway, I don't know if I've actually been a teacher's pet, but I definitely. Oh, I definitely have. I was a suck up. I mean, I tried to suck up, but then I was like, "This is going nowhere." <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. We're That's why getting... you need the the clitoral stimulator pro two sucking f- the device. Sucky, sucky. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I think I have been I have been a teacher's pet. I know I have. Because I was I was Miss Phillips' teacher's pet. That's first grade. Oh god, she bathed in I don't know what perfume, but she always wore chunky statement necklaces and I always enjoyed that. Before they were in. Yes, it was pre-Chico's. Before Oprah's producer started wearing them. Yes, and then I it's almost like I've just been laying the foundation for my eventual era of chunky necklaces and caftans, which I'm knocking on the door of. If you did, you'll never be able to get up from a chair. No, I know. My delicate frame cannot handle a chunky necklace no. at all. It has I've to tried. be like, uh, inflatable. Yes, in light order. and fluffy. Yeah. Keep it. It's, it's Helium. Marshmallow. Right. Yeah. That'd be lovely. And I was, I was a suck up when I was, you know, I was just good. I was, I don't know if I was a suck up. I was just talented. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote a story in first grade and she made me go up to the fourth grade to read it to the fourth graders. Like, this is how you do it. She was sex trafficking you too. This is how you do it. Yeah. They're like, go and check this one out. Send the ginger up to the second floor. Who's that little boy? I don't know what kind of Harry Potter this is, but... So let's do uh, articles. Okay. In honor of your Rene Anjali diagnosis, (laughs) this is from the Montreal Star, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, August 19th, 1975. Uh Teacher's Pet. Dear Abby, we have been married for five years and have two children. Ward is 26 and I'm 25. Ward teaches sixth grade students and he loves his work. That's the trouble. He loves it too much. Uh-oh. All summer, he mooned around like a lovesick calf, saying how much he missed his kids. He has two children of his own who could use a little more of his attention. 
Last semester, Ward talked endlessly about one of his girl's students. He would even call her on the phone to visit with her in the evenings. He says it's not exactly a physical attraction, but he would like to see her mature and blossom. And he would even like to have a hand in choosing her husband. Is Ew, this normal? What? Is this normal for a husband and father, Abby? On weekends, he'd get, quote unquote, the blues and could hardly wait for Monday so he could get back to his kids. And on Fridays, he would get the blues again. I think it's wonderful for a man to love his work so much, but he makes me feel as though the children and I are a drag. Do you think his feelings for his quote-unquote kids at school have reached a dangerous point? Please tell me what to do about this. Signed, worried wife. Oh, my God. Dear wife, your husband is either very immature or dangerously involved emotionally with his work. He needs counseling to get his priorities in order. Urge him to get it fast. Is it wrong that my husband is sleeping with all of his students? Ward is going to end up in the pedophile ward. Of prison. I think if I were this wife and I was writing this letter and then I like proofread it, which I hardly ever do because. <laughs> I no, never reread. No. Right, I, that's probably why I'm a terrible student. I'd be like, I can't send. Of course. Of course this is wrong. Of course this is like, wrong. As she's writing it out, she's like, is it weird that he keeps photos of them in his wallet? He's replaced all of our kids pictures with students pictures. Framed throughout the house. And he wants to choose her husband and watch her mature and blossom. Choose her husband. How do you write that out and then go, you know what? <laughs> you know, you know what? I, I'll give it a couple more years. I'm not going to embarrass myself to send this to a total stranger. I'm just going to go up to Ward and be like, I think we've I think we're done here. That's actually the same thing I would do. I'd be like, oh, this seems wrong. I'll give it 10 more years. <laughs> We'll see if it works its way out. Word. Creepy. Uh-uh. Word, do you not want to hang out with us? No? Oh, you want to just just look with, at the clock until graders. Monday comes? Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Great. So glad I married I like that you. she was like, he acts like we're a drag. What a 70s thing to say. Right. Canada. Canada. Beef. That's where beef is. All the beef dancers. Beef is located there. That's it. I'm going to leave Ward. I'm going to go work at Beef. Kids, I'm done. Let's go to Beef. <laughs> they have an all-you-can-beef buffet. All right. Do you want another article? Well, yes. That's what we're here for. Talking about teacher's pet today. This one comes from the Ukiah Daily Journal, Ukiah, California, November 28, 1980. Teacher's pet. Had a really heavy. There's a lot of question marks. Okay. Dear Ann Landers, my wife died when Martha was three, and I have been raising her alone. She is now 13, very well developed, and oh frankly, God. I know, what is with what the is, creepy guys? I was expecting to find, like, teacher's pet, like, uh, like something about him. school. This is about, like, something Lolita. Light. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Very white, white uh, lotus. Ah. Ah. Anyway. She is now 13, very well developed, and frankly, I am at my wit's end. Her science. I can't keep my hands off. <laughs> and neither can her science teacher. Her science teacher, single and about 30, has chosen her to be his helper. He keeps her after school three days a week, Ward. 
She's be- she's a beautiful, intelligent child, but has no friends her own age. I'm worried that this relationship may be going too far. They are now working together on a science project for the state science fair. She is very excited about it. It means going out of town for the weekend with this teacher, and I am plenty concerned. Should I refuse to make... Should I refuse to let her make the trip with this guy or let her go and trust to luck? Signed, Uneasy Dad. Dear Uneasy, surely there will be others from the school going. Can't you enlist the help of one of the women teachers to look after Martha? If there is chemistry at work between your daughter and the science teacher, putting the dead hand on the trip won't make much difference. They will manage to get together elsewhere. If your fears are unfounded, Martha might be very upset by your lack of confidence in her. Either way, you lose! My advice is to keep the lines of communication open so your daughter will feel comfortable about discussing any subject with you. This is the best way to prevent the kind of trouble you are worrying about. Bullshit! What now? Could you imagine if I was 13 and I was like, this is guy who's like my science teacher and he's like 18 years old and he's really into me. So we're, we're just going to go away for a weekend to study science. Martha be like, not. Ah, 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 boop, boop, ah. No. I, I, no. I, I, no. No. What year is this? 1980. Oh. That's when we were our hottest. High-waisted jeans. That's when, like, all those movies were being made. Meatballs? No. Like, like... What movies? With Helen Hunt jumping out the window when no, she got Remember high? that Ted Danson movie when he was, a, like, a pedophile? No. And he'd, like, spike the Cokes or the <laughs> orange the orange, uh, the orange drinks. No. Why was it always an orange drink? Why was I always watching these shows? I think I watched... Because nobody watched you. Right. I mean, I, I shouldn't have watched that. I shouldn't have watched... I know my first name is Steven. I mean, I watched... Or Adam. Like, I should not have... I watched every abducted... Um, Boy in a bubble chi- type thing? Child child abduction, child rape thing. I don't... And by myself. Was it more of a a studying thing? What? Like, were you studying? You're like, for the eventual time when this happens to me. Like, if I'm in the trunk... I should kick out like the light. Stranger Danger, yeah. Because right. I always watch those. Too. Anytime Oprah has it, you know, if you're if you're in the trunk, first thing you do is you kick out the tail light. Mm-hmm. I bet you so many kidnappers were pissed when she came out with that episode. They're like, she's Mother giving away our fucker. secrets. God damn it, Oprah! And you watched a lot of. Did you watch daytime TV too? Yeah. Well, like, what do you mean? Like, well. Like, like uh, soap operas? Mm, only at lunch, because that's what my mom would do. Because oh. I came home for lunch. Your stories. Well, my mother's stories. Mm. Well, you were ready them. for the pedophiles, and you prepped for a long time. Yeah, but I never acted. I know. I'm so yeah. sorry. You know. Sorry! Would you let a kid go with a teacher on a weekend cruise getaway? No. Ever? No. Why is this... it Lolita? Why are these the themes? I don't have any idea, but I just think I, it goes back to like the Michael Jackson thing too. It's like, he's a celebrity. He's not. Would your mother ever like, given everything that he's like, I want Patrick to come and stay with me. He can play with my monkey. Would your mother be like, go with him. He's famous. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that would be. No. Be greenlit. Like, they don't know these people. Could we know them from TV? 
great. I know. I know. But still, those parents. Oh, God. Did you ever watch that? That documentary? I mean, this this is so divisive. But, you know, some people are like, I don't think he did it. Oh, I think he definitely did it. And then. And then we go from there. Right. So email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Did he do it? It was called Dear. I think we've gotten off on a dark. We tangent. really have. We've gone. I don't know how it got dark because our theme became dark. Right. Well, let's get it back into. All right. Let's get fluffy. Let's get back into the fold All where right, we'll be good. sucking and fucking. And, <laughs> and vibrating. Pro 2 you, style. You, I don't know if you heard me question Jim on the female anatomy and how this would actually work on my anatomy. No, ironically, I had left the room at that time to take a whiz. So right. uh, what did I miss? You you are questioning place, Jules about where the it placement is placement of because they show a a very crude drawing of of a female. Uh, I don't know exactly know what it was, <laughs> but of the placement of the a item. beautiful flower. Here we go. This is the Los Angeles Times, Los Angeles, California, March 29th, nineteen seventy six. Shall we? Let's. Dear Abby. Oh wait. The title of this article is Beware of This Teacher's Pet. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, God. uh... Dear Abby, I'm in love for the first time, and the circumstances are a bit unusual. I'm 26, and Rob is 19. Before you say I'm crazy, please listen to the facts. Uh Uh-oh. I'm a school teacher who is very petite and who looks like a teenager. Rob is is very mature for his age. We met while bowling. When I told him my age, he was surprised, but he said, it didn't matter. It was love at first sight. Abby, after the second date, it was as though we'd known each other our whole lives. When we're together alone, it's sheer heaven. But for some reason, Rob doesn't want to go out in public with me. It can't be my age because he told me I look 18. I accidentally ran into him in the shopping center once and he ignored me. That really hurt. Later, he apologized, saying he was self-conscious because he'd never been in love before. Abby... I want to marry Rob. Please don't think I'm a silly kid. How can I bring him around? Signed, Stars My Eyes. Johnny? Dear Stars, no man who loves a woman would ignore her in public or anywhere else. He may have something going on with another girl and doesn't want to be seen with you. Rob has a lot of growing up to do before he qualifies for marriage. I say, toss him back. He's not a keeper. I'm with her. I'm with Abby. Why would you ever, though? Ew, 1827. Well. 1826. Eh. I did. Jules is 10 years older than me. This is different. You're not 18. Yeah, but I was 18 when I dated a 28-year-old. Well, that's your own fucking problem. I know, but I was legal. I mean, when I think about that, though, could you ever imagine dating an 18-year-old? That's what I think about. Like, Dane Cook just got engaged to that chick who's like 30 years younger than he is. I briefly dated someone who was 19. What age were you? Doesn't matter how old I was. Oh, my God. Say it. Are we talking 30s? No. 20s. Okay. All right. And, and it how wasn't did my that best go? color. It, it wasn't <laughs> my best. It was not your finest hour? No. What was it like? What do you even have to talk with? Like, that's the only thing. I think when you get older, it's different than you've lived a little. So, like, the it difference of 40 to 60. It was courtship. Okay. All right. You just hit it and quit it. Not really. Did you use the Stimulator Vibrator Pro 2? Sadly, no. <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> okay. I, that creeps me out. I don't, I don't know. That age, that age is very mm, questionable. Yeah. 
I mean, we never had sex, so that's what it was a very strange uh-huh. thing. I, I can't even explain. Where'd you meet him? Where does one meet an 18, 19 year old asking for I'm, a friend? Oh, I think I met him at a bar, which is probably why I thought he was. Oh, of age? Yeah. Oh. I would never not, I would never think there would be somebody 18. Right. Valid. Right. So 19. it's really not your fault. It's society's fault. <laughs> you know what? It is. Yes. And you will definitely talk about that in a court of law. I'm I'm sure, but okay, now he's defend probably, yourself. probably 30 something. Yes. And moved on. Never watched that show. Not what? a single day. Well, of course you didn't because you were probably watching normal programming. Yeah. I, no, I was watching Garfield. In my Garfield. teens, was watching 30-something and knew exactly what they were all going through. See, but like you were Rehabbing watched- their house, going through a divorce. <laughs> and uh, you were just- Cheating on one another. I'm like, I get it. Eight I years get old, it. smoking a palm ball five I'm feet like, away I from the TV. I'm like, I understand. I understand them. Meanwhile, like, I was my- already stressed out. I, I go to school the next day. I'm like, did you guys watch 30-something last night? I'm just- <laughs> I don't know how they're going to get through this. Can you pass the crayons? I would, but I'm just so upset <laughs> about Mel Harris's character right now. I just, she's just going through a lot. She just wants so much, you know? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what she sees in Ken Olin. I just don't. Anyone else at the Is- table? <laughs> they're all like, I watched Garfield last night. <sighs> Children. You can't connect with me. Uh, fuck. Oh, I'm going to go get a cappuccino. <laughs> Do they have that? In the teacher's lounge. I'll be in the teacher's lounge. You were totally a kid who went to the teacher's lounge. Did you? Uh, Halloween, what are you dressed as? Um, I'm dressed as Abby from Knott's Landing. Um, I'm a powerful <laughs> woman with a lot of eye makeup and uh, her own fashion. Like, I don't understand. Doesn't everybody watch Dynasty? She's single. She's powerful. She's, she's with it. Um, she slept with a bunch of people in town. Patrick, you're upsetting the children at recess. Listen, what do you want to be, a stupid king or a clown? <laughs> I'm Abby from Knott's Landing. Hello, anyone? Can't you see it? The belted? Anyone in the room? No one. No The one. shoulder pads? Nothing? Mrs. Beaneman, do you even watch the show? Mrs. Beaneman, that's definitely a real person. It is, Mrs. Beaneman. Just She's like about- Mr. Lalacata. Yeah. You heard me. I'll have the Mr. Alicata, please. But just like not so much tomato. It's Mr. Lalacata with a side of, um, you know what, just... Bring the Parmesan. I'll do it myself, okay? This lalacata is giving me acid reflux. Oh All right. Gosh. Never should have had that second piece of lalacata. <laughs> That's a lot of lalacata. <laughs> la 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 All right. I got one final article for you. Are you ready for it? I have to be. It comes from the Star Tribune, Minneapolis, Minnesota, May 18, 1996. She's his teacher's pet. Dear Anne, here's how I met my spouse. It was the era of Rudolph Valentino, and we fourth-grade boys tried to copy his slicked-down hair. I should really read this in Jules's voice. Ah, that's too much. I had to douse my curls and wear a sailor hat to anchor them. There was a mean little girl who always snatched my hat and ran away. One day I threw a rock at her, and she reported me. The principal spanked me, so I named the little girl Teacher's Pet. The next year, my family moved to another town. I didn't see Teacher's Pet again until my senior year in high school when I ran into her after a football game. I found myself looking into two of the prettiest brown eyes in the world. She said, I know you, and called me by my name. I was amazed she remembered. After graduation, I traveled with a ball team and had a girl in every town. 
but I couldn't get those brown eyes out of my mind. When I got home again, I called her and made it. Would have been great if it was like, couldn't get those brown eyes out of my mind. So I threw a rock at her. Again. I couldn't get her brown eye out of my mind. <laughs> so, so I got I her the clitoral stimulator <laughs> pro two from Ted's dog. <laughs> Whatever it is. They got so much free product placement this episode. Does this ever happen to you? <laughs> Am I right, ladies? You can throw a rock at this clip. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what it's. Does this ever happen to you? It's just a man throwing rocks at a woman's clitoris. Then you need the O.J. Simpson clitoris sucking machine three thousand, presented by Hertz. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need to get somewhere in a hurry? Presented by Hertz, powered with quadruple A batteries. My God, you just plug this thing into the wall. It's a backup diesel generator. Oh, the end of this is, and who even gives a shit anymore? (laughs) We've been married for 61 years, and those brown eyes are a bit faded now, because I keep beating her. Uh, But I love Teacher's Pet as much as ever. Signed, PVW, Oceanside, California. And says... Puerto Vallarta West. Oh, oh. Oh, I thought that that was a real thing. I don't know. You said it was such conviction that I was like, oh, okay, I buy I, I, it. I've said I loved you to a lot of people, too, with such exactly. conviction. Exactly, and they, they bought it. Yeah. Every hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, sorry. Anne says, what a love story. Bless you and brown eyes. <laughs> it's all. That's it? Bless your brown eye. <laughs> Bless your brown eye. Bless that beautiful brown star. Uh, I mean, I. And if you want to, if you want to truly be blessed, you'll roll out the O.J. Simpson Whisper Whisper 2000 presented by Hertz. (laughs) If you need to get her off and get her off fast, you'll need this. With Asics gels. (laughs) You ever know, remember the pump up sneaker? It's kind of like that, but sexier. We're going to put this in, then pump it up. Pump Pump it it up. Pump it. Oh, it burns. Maybe not. Oh, that's much better. Much better. Wow. We have gotten so much ad space done today, frankly. And and I want some money for our for our (laughs) want some (laughs) We need some cash from these people. But uh this one's a freebie. So uh reach out to us, send me those vibrators, sucking stimulators. Yeah. And uh powered by Hertz, and we'll make (laughs) some magic happen, eh? Yeah. What do you say? I don't have any. I don't know what else I can say. I have nothing else to I say feel like except I've taken, like a cocaine brownie I, this morning. I know it feels good. Lord, it feels good to laugh. This is like the. the I, I don't. I don't. I don't actually know what this topic is. I don't know anymore either. I don't know. It's, I don't know what I'm doing here. Or what we're pedif- doing here, but I'm hey, determined you, to enjoy myself. It's a fever dream. It's like Dallas that you used to watch as a child. He's been dead this whole time? It's been a you dream? You better fucking believe I watched Dallas. Of course you did. See... And only Betsy will know this, but there's a theme song to Dallas. You know, when they had theme songs, but th- this didn't have words. It was just like all instrumental. Oh. And, you know, of course, the graphics come up and of, of Dallas and Sweeping, whatever. yes. And then like the images shots. of like Patrick Duffy and Victoria Principal come up and blah, blah. So Betsy and I one time at St. Norbert College, we're... Um, just making each other laugh because, I mean, Betsy's one of the greatest people in the world. And um, we we're like playing like theme songs. Uh-huh. Uh, we shared like a CD of like all theme songs and we we're like laughing like how stupid these things are and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden we turn on Dallas and uh, everyone should go Google now and play it and then you'll understand. Out of 
absolutely nowhere, this girl comes racing down the hallway into towards Betsy's dorm room and um, does her own dance routine to Dallas, <gasps> followed with um, lyrics that she made up. No, what are they? Um, Which I have this thing queued up. Should we play it first and then hear the alternate lyrics? Well, I don't actually remember the lyrics because I'm in my mid to late 40s and this happened when I was 18 years old. Oh, However, <clears throat> Amy McWethy, that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> she came racing down and she did this whole dun, 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 dun. that's how it goes so, probably not just like that because that's there's no instrument other than my voice oh, right your now. voice is an instrument she's like I live in a palace in a place called Dallas can you guess who I am I'm JR something that's how it kind of went I don't know how I remember <laughs> this I'm sure Betsy hopefully <laughs> does <laughs> Um, this is the kind of shit, but it's like, and, but she literally like Betsy and I are like having a conversation, laughing, blah, blah, blah. And literally out of fucking nowhere, this apparition comes up and does <laughs> the gayest thing ever and then just vanishes. And we're like, what? Oh my God. And it just like slowly closed the door so that never happens again. We're like, what the fuck just happened? I mean, Betsy and I probably would, I think we had like. Malibu rum and sun kissed. <laughs> so we're Ew. probably like a little liquored up. Or maybe not. Or maybe we're just laughing. But why hysterically. would you not appreciate that? Did you love it or did you hate that moment? Because it Aaron, sounds I like. I want you to was... look out your back door now. And okay. you and I are talking, and all of a sudden someone just races past you and yeah. you think that you're alone and does an interpretive dance and then adds lyrics to a song that you I would already love know. Every second of and that. And then just leave. Yeah. Every that second. kind of frightened me a little bit. It's too much age. for you? I thought so. But horses. Fields. No, uh, industrial. Oh. Downtown. Oh. Oh, there we go. Horses. Cows. Why would you not do an interpretive dance to this? She did this whole thing with like guns. Oh, my God, that's genius. Like she was at Kellerman's. Daytime, nighttime, any hour, Dallas, rain or shine. Oh, the Cowboys arena. I mean. Barbara Bell Geddes. Was was the, this maybe is the best. It's so triumphant. This, whoever did this, obviously had to do Dynasty, not Slandy. Like, and I was, I. Is it a I. Is it? I'm not too sure. The musical? What? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. That man was made out of money. Yes. I mean, I, I, this, I was a terrible student because mm. this is what mm. I would. I, sh- you know what? I should have been like a marriage counselor. <laughs> you missed your it, calling. Fucking, this whole time, I thought I should have been an actor. I've been prepping. I've been watching thirty something, Knots Landing. Falcon Crest, which is kind of like the bastard of all of them because it was yeah. on Saturday or it was Friday. But oh, Lorenzo yeah. Lamas you was had in to, it. Yeah. Right. But, but I my mean, friend I, Michelle Maroney growing up used to love Falcon Crest. Like she'd stay in on a Friday night to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is that you have been preparing your whole life to do to, something to, that I never did to coach middle aged people on how to get through their tumultuous marriages without killing each other. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel like you discovered it here live on air because we've been watching your journey through your career path for three years now. And oh my I God, think... the 
The readers are coming off. Is it time? For what? Have you found your calling? I think I I mean I think I've we've just discovered it here. Yeah. But you need to be a marriage counselor in nineteen eighty six. Yes. Like with Ma'am and George Papadopoulos adopting Webster. <laughs> but not when they move into that freaky townhouse when they're living downtown. Once you move people out of downtown into a normal house, no thank you. It's not I'm not interested anymore. Like when who's the boss left their house in Connecticut? Oh, and moved that to was jarring. Iowa or whatever, you're like Angela, like, what That's, are you doing? It goes back to Oprah never, saying, don't go to the second location. Never have that other kid on the show and never move. Yeah. Haven't we learned anything from Brady Bunch and Oliver? Good God. Absolutely not. It was right there. The writing was on the wall. I, I, it's like the Dead Sea Scrolls <laughs> of just tragic TV choices. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's true. All right. You know what it's time for? Because I got the I got the hand wave from I Jules. I have absolutely no idea. Or maybe he's using the clitoral is, stimulator this... Pro Two right now. He's waving. Are you ready? Waving through your clitoris. I'm waving oh. you into Instagram mail. mail Instagram mail. I kind of blacked out because I was using the whisper Where does this go? I don't know where this goes on, Patrick. He's wearing it backwards. You're not supposed to wear it like that. It's a Celine Dion, Renee Angelique. This started out like blue and now it's brown. Where did you put this stimulator, Patrick? I only have one hole. Someone tell me because the diagram is old. (laughs) Well, get your diagrams and diaphragms out, baby, because it's Instagram mail time. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our sexy DMs (laughs) gently because we're using the Pro 2. But we're lubed up for you, baby. At Dear Pod Official. I'm moving up, moving up for, for your love. love. I'm moving up. So we accept your questions every week. We will answer one of them on the air. We have one advice question. Patty, hit it. Hit it. Hit it gently, but then suck it and then oh pro to it. Pro to! Dear Pod, I thought vaping was just a fad, but it seems like it's sticking around. I find it rather rude. Walking behind a vapor is like following an old-time locomotive. I'm enveloped in their key lime pie flavored smoke, which for nearly a block, and they have total disregard for anyone else. It's worse than regular smokers. How do they have that much smoke coming out of those little Ed Hardy bodies? Signed, Up in Smoke. Dear Smoke, nothing is sexier than a grown man or woman sucking on a piece of plastic and breathing out smoke like a Chinese fire dragon, only to have someone get caught up in the possibly toxic, definitely foul smell of purple pie man razzmatazz zatarans. Oh, zatarans! flavored oh that's gonna be horrible i guess like, this is how people is really spanish rice flavored vape this seems very spicy uh, shrimp every time i anyway <laughs> i guess this is how people relieve stress but it looks like the adult version of a pacifier i once clocked a woman who puffed on her plastic silent killer 25 times in a single minute what could she possibly be going through while checking out scented candles at the TJ Maxx by herself that she was sucking that thing like a twink in the meat rack? Eh. Seriously, maybe they want to look mysterious with large clouds clouds of smoke billowing all around them despite looking like Guy Fieri. Maybe they're not aware of the consequences of taking such deep breaths than in exhaling a swimming pool size of carcinogens over the heads of passing bystanders. You know, like one of them clobbers you over the head with a bag full of canned soup after blowing smoke in their eyes. Dangerous to your health. Indeed. Oh, Guy Fieri, how apropos. 
he finds his way into Anne's answer this week as well. Huh. There is a, a, a correlation between vape and Guy Fieri that we have it's tapped a, into. It's a coronation. It's Yes, that which is coming up. Uh, it's like those red strings, you know, whenever they have a little red string crime board, it all ties back to Guy Fieri. <laughs> what do you call those things? I always use it as a reference. A vision board. <laughs> vision board, yes. A different, I'll get you vision um, board. My daughter's vision board is a little, mm, how do I say, cryptic? My daughter's vision board has a lot of red thread on it. Should I be concerned, dear Anne? And a lot of white sheets over bodies. Awkward. Here's what Anne has to say. Dear up, I smell you loud and clear. But I, for one, would rather walk behind a vape smoker than a regular smoker any day of the week. I'd rather secondhand inhale a cloud of black cherry air than a mouthful of Marlboro Red. All smokers, be they cigarette, cigar, vape, or crack rock, seem to have a near-perfect ignorance of those around them. Seems like classic corncob pipe smokers are the only ones who stay in one place. But that's probably because they're manning a tugboat or writing poetry. Since your question was not one of how do I deal with these inconsiderate assholes, but of a rather scientific nature, I will answer as such. You asked how that much smoke can come out of an Ed Hardy body. The answer is simple. If you wear Ed Hardy, you have no taste. Therefore, you have lost the ability to make good decisions. If you are wearing Ed Hardy, the Guy Fieri of t-shirts, you're most likely a divorced dad or someone from the Jersey Shore. You can't expect these people to make solid choices. Ed Hardy, the uniform for storming the Capitol. So my advice to you is, if you see these people wearing these Y2K disaster tees wandering down the street with a USB port dangling out of their face, give them a wide berth and quickly walk away. Good luck, you inhaling son of a bitch, and don't get any Hardy on you. And... I really don't understand vaping. I don't either, but I also thought, do people really do that anymore? It was I like... I see it all the time. But then people started blowing up their faces. Right. But it, also, so they have like the little USB port that you mentioned, and yes. then they have the one that has... Looks like a cigarette? No, it looks like it's uh, a Nokia. You know, it's like a... It's like a... It looks, oh, yeah. It's like a cartridge. Something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. And they... But I... The amount... Of smoke that comes out of them. I'm like... It's a lot. It's very Cheshire Cat. Right. But also, it's like, are you that inconsiderate of anyone around? Like, it's one thing to, like, puff on a, like, uh, like a cigarette because it, there's I only there's only so much. And you can kind of blow it out. These people kind of like to talk and it just billows out of their mouth like they're... What's her name from Beetlejuice when the smoke's coming out of her neck? Her throat, yeah. I... I it's weird because I'm like, I don't understand how you can get that much out of it. Like how much are you sucking in? And what is it? I don't really know. It's flavored air, but it can't be good for you. It's still got some sort of carcinogen in it. No, I can't imagine sucking. Never mind. <laughs> we'll just go but, on to But he's not here now, so anyway. we won't talk about him. I am very excited for this week's specialty cocktail. Are you ready? Yes. It's, it's time, time for a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. In honor of the queen, God save the queen, God save the queen. taste what you're putting in my mouth, Because Jim. it's vibrating Jim. and sucking in your face. Have we said too much today? James Jules Ferris is 
judging us. Do you see him? Look at him over there. Judging, damn it! Well, I pushed this cocktail on him this week because it's in honor of, of a major event that happened in the world this past week. We have lost the Queen of England. Where is she? I don't know. We're going to find her. Playing hide and seek. It's a very divisive thing if you watch the internet. I know people are very angry, but the internet's always angry. It's a place like that. It got pretty brutal pretty fast. I was like, Jesus, can we give her a minute? You guys. We gave her 70 years. Let's just be. This week's specialty cocktail is the Dubonnet and Gin. May he defend our laws and never give us cause to sing with heart and voice. God save James Jules Ferris. For this, you will need one ounce of London dry gin, of course, two ounces of Dubonnet, and half a lemon wheel. As per the request of Robert Lodge, yeoman of the cellars at Buckingham Palace, pour gin and Dubonnet into a small wine glass or chalice, add half a lemon wheel, then top with two perfectly proportioned ice cubes, sinking the lemon into the cocktail. That is really specific. Well, la-di-da. Here are his tasting notes. Everything I know about Queen Elizabeth I have either learned from watching The Crown or from watching Helen Mirren. I have also come to discover that Her Royal Majesty enjoyed her daily cocktails. And why shouldn't she? Forget the daily duties of the office. She had to deal with the antics of her spoiled children for over seven decades. That's very valid. Let's bring up Andrew, shall we? That's cause enough alone for anyone to drink a vat of gin on a daily basis. This cocktail was in vogue in Britain during the 1920s and was particularly loved by the Queen Mother. Queen Elizabeth II carried on her late mother's tradition of drinking this aperitif. The two-to-one ratio of Dubonnet to gin for a lower alcohol content helped keep Her Majesty on her royal digits. Also, Queen Elizabeth reintroduced Dubonnet to a new generation of cocktail drinkers. The Queen's Dubonnet and Gin cocktail has become such an icon that most of London's five-star hotel bars have created their own twist on the drink. So raise a glass to the memory of an extraordinary woman who knew how to wear a hat and enjoy a cocktail. God save the Queen, indeed. We need to wear more crowns and tiaras these days. Do, 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 do. We cheers to the woman herself, and now we're stuck with Charles. Charles. Hmm. Oh, it's kind of like a Negroni. It's kind of like what I had assumed that she would drink. Yeah, it's, it's bitter. Yeah. It's a little harsh. But this, you know that she'd put them back? She did four drinks a day. What else are you going like, to do? What else are you going to do? She's like, I'm just a, f- I'm a figurehead. Let's get wrecked. It's not like she's going to be, where is the queen? She's on the Peloton. It's like she's in Girls Gone Wild. She's on the Royal Peloton. She's in Queen's Gone Wild, whatever she's... Because everybody was always like, she never showed what her opinion was one way or the other. You know, behind closed doors, she had two martinis, and she was like, Winston Churchill could go fuck himself! I think Lisa Vanderpump was horribly misunderstood. I get her. I never liked corgis! (laughs) Like, she just lets it rip. I particularly liked war paint. She actually lets it rip. She's like, oh, bring me another Dubonnet, you Thank dick. you so much for the foie gras. Are the Funyuns out? Are we not going to have them for me anymore? Philip hasn't got out on me in 73 years. <laughs> I would give Princess Diana for a McRib. Anybody? 
anybody. I don't like minutes. it when foods only come out for two months out of the year. I don't trust it. How do you make a McDLT hot on one side and cold on the other? It's just That's warm. weird. The last time I was in, when I was in London was the last time I ever saw a McRib. I don't know why it was there at the time. Because she wanted it. I demand, the queen demands the McRib. And colonize somebody while you're out there. Woo! Here's your royal McRib in styrofoam as requested. You This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.